Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello and uh, welcome to Gusto in Heswell. And it's a lovely little restaurant here. And the locals have all turned out. And they are John Barnes. <laughs> lives about 500 yards away, Mark Bright, <laughs> and Michael Thomas, and uh, myself, Ian St. John. And we're here to obviously talk about what's been happening with the lads at uh, Anfield. Uh, and let's start with last night, boys. We all watched the game, and uh, very disappointing result. And the, But as a game, personally, I thought it wasn't bad. And again, I thought the first half, well, we, we, were, we were playing well, battling well. And then as I sat down and watched the second half, I got a terrible shock and we're one nil down. And after that, I didn't feel we, we were really going to get it back. Um, how do you feel, John? Well, I thought that we played well in the first half. And Manchester United made a lot of changes. We played a, a, a very strong side, obviously, you know, Suarez coming back in. And I thought in the first half, we controlled the game um, without really having a cutting edge. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the way we've been all season. We've played well in the middle thirds of the field in terms of our passing, bringing it out from the back. But I think up front, we need to carry more of a threat and while Sorge has scored you know three or four goals um, we haven't really been creating a lot of chances so yeah we're neat and tidy and Suarez's first game you can't expect much mm-hmm. but obviously you know we gave a bad goal away and the second half performance for me has been worrying not just last night but in all the games we've been one nil up second half we've, we've, we've sat back and, and allowed teams to come up and, and still won one nil we can't continue to do that you know we have to get our second half performances much better yeah. where does that stem from you know as, as a defender Mark second half why, why should the, the lads all sort of start coming back and coming back in a defensive mode? Do you know when, from when we played, saying it was a, I think the defenders have to be more vocal and have to be stronger by pushing the, uh, you know, Stephen will always want the ball, Lucas sits a little bit deeper anyway, and I think it's time that they, they, they said, listen, push that 10, 15 yards further up the field and then squeeze the line. Since Carroll went, I don't see a lot of dictators, a lot of people who can who can push the play, uh, command the play, push people away from, be strong enough to push Stephen and, uh, and, and Lucas away from them. So I think it's a natural, natural progression. As they drop a little bit, Stephen comes a little bit deeper to get the ball and all of a sudden they're penned in. And the thing that's a little bit worrying that, that I've been watching this season is that even though they play some great football, John, and they do first half... Second half, they lose them. They, they, they lose, you know, a, a little, a little bit of their shape, um, and, and, and all of a sudden, and they don't have a second game plan. I think it's play, 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 and then people get used to that, and they step on the opposition, step on, and they and they and they pen us in, and all of a sudden, instead of us every now and again opening our bodies up and, and saying to the centre forwards, "Listen, we're going to send it down the line, turn them centre half round, and, and chase them backwards." I think we're too predictable. That's what I, that's, that's what I've been watching this season. But I think we played some great football last night, uh-huh. and I think we deserve to deserve to win the game, not lose the game, not even draw the game. I, d- I think we deserve to win the game. From 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 what I'm seeing, they had more chances than than Man United um, by far. And if you look at the corner count, the corner count dictates to the pressure you're having, and they had double what Man United had. So really, we should have got a result. And I you know, and I, and I feel for Brendan. I do this morning, Michael. Yeah, I echo what Mark, Mark says. Um, every time I've seen him, second half, they was falling away. I don't know why. I don't know if it's Brendan saying to sit, come deeper and try and hit the teams on the counter-attack, but it's, it's happening far too often. And I, for me, I, um, it needs to be more emphasis on the attacking teams, I think. You know, to go at the, just going for the, the juggler. Because you, you think you're good enough as a team to go and do that. But um, sometimes it doesn't seem that way. It seems like you, you drop off, you drop off. It gives the team impetus to come at you all the time, and there you're on the back foot all the time. It's a shame, really. I personally think, and, and I think we, we touched on it last week, discussing this. Our midfield, you've got Stephen, now who who can play as a defensive midfield player and attacking midfield player can play anything, but the other two around them, I feel that they've got to try to influence the game a bit more. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. I mean, they, they never score. They never looked as if they're going to score, and. 
you know, I feel, and you're, that's your engine room, and the, we've got to be getting something from them, from two midfield players, and you know, I, I think that is a key. Well, with, with Lucas, you know, he's he's going to yeah. sit deep. So you don't expect much from him, but Stephen can probably go a bit further forward, and Jordan Henderson. He's got good energy. You know, I think he can get forward, get in the box more, because what he does all the time, he just moves out to the right. And then Sturridge comes out to the box. If Coutinho is there, he comes short. Suarez wants to drift, and we really haven't got anyone to play in the box. And there are times when, you know, and I keep lightning to the way Barcelona play, and they have their philosophy, as do we. But there's a time when, if you can't get through them, and, you know, the, the, the nice passing isn't going to work, there are times when you just have to be 30 yards out and have a shot. Or get the ball wide, get bodies in the box, because it seems that we have to score a perfect goal to score. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. there are all the teams, even the game against Manchester United at home, although we won 1-0, when Manchester United got the ball wide, there are four and five players getting in the box. They didn't score, yeah. but if something drops to somebody, they can yeah. toe poke it in. It seems that we want to score a perfect goal, which is very much like Barcelona's philosophy, which I understand. I know. But there are going to be times when, and Arsenal, yeah, yeah. but there are going to be times when, you know, especially the longer the season goes on, that sometimes you just have to just get people in the box and put good balls in the box because we're getting good positions, 30 yards from goal, good positions wide, but we're always coming out and people are always coming out of the box. So two-thirds of the field, we're playing really well. But in the final third, I think we have to have a little bit more, be more clinical, but also be more adventurous and just getting people in the box. And there's nothing wrong as, you know, in your day, get the ball in the box and four or five players. <laughs> Jordan Henderson, six foot one. You know, Suarez is good in the air, Storage is good in the air. Get the ball in the box. I think Henderson, I think Henderson you give him a little bit more credit this season. I think he's got in the box a little bit more. I think he, if anyone's been, a, been an improved player from, from when I'm yeah, watching absolutely. it, it's that boy. Absolutely. When he used to play backwards and backwards. sidewards, now he's, he's actually going forward. And I see him ghosting into the box quite a bit, just not getting onto it. But I don't also see John, the wingers that can throw good balls into the box. You know, Glenn Johnson is, is, is out now, and he w- he would throw one in. I'm not seeing Enrique putting too many too many balls into the box. You know, you're talking about Sterling and Ibe and, and Aspas. Do they do they throw balls in the box? Well, they don't because they're not encouraged to. Because that's Correct. not the way they play. Right, However, I totally agree. And, and Glenn Johnson comes inside and is left with very often. Right. But there are times when you know you ain't even got to beat anyone. You just got to put yeah. the ball. But if you know that players yeah. are always coming out of the box, why right. do you put the ball in the box? So I think they have to mix their game up, as you say, because yeah, at the do. moment yeah. it's very nice playing short, yeah. playing short, playing good football, scoring great goals. But if you don't score great goals, then we don't look as if you're going to score. No. Funny enough, I, th- I thought when, when Brendan came in the early months, uh, it looked to me as if he was asking the fullbacks to get, and if the play's coming down the right, then he wanted Enrique to be coming in. And in fact, I remember him scoring a goal, I remember him getting chances, mm. coming in at the back post, and I thought, well, this is good, this is really good attacking football. You know, the, the fullbacks, Johnson and Enrique, getting involved in it. Mm. And then that seems to have dried up as if, you know, don't ask him to go in there now. And, and I think it, it was a terrific ploy. And good attacking teams get the wide, the two wide men, the fullbacks, who are now are like wingers. Yeah. Not like in your day, yeah. John, if you say, right, you're left winger, John, then that was your spec, yeah. and you did all the, the damage down that yeah, left hand side. The fullbacks are going to give you the width. But to be fair to him, he had a great opportunity last night when Stephen pinged the ball across to him and his first touch let him down, or yeah. he would have been in on goal. So, but it seems that yes, they are getting forward. But rather than getting forward and putting crosses in, they're getting forward. And I keep mentioning Barcelona. They're getting forward and then looking to put it back to the edge of the box. Yeah. So people are coming out of the box. So they're getting in these great wide positions. And instead of saying to people, "You get across an air post, you get into the keeper," three people going into the six-yard box. We've got everyone pulling out to the edge of the box for a pullback, which you know happens now and yeah. again. But it seems we're doing that too often. Well, funny enough, Barcelona the weekend there just comes to mind. They, they scored I think, a couple of goals yeah. and tappings. Yeah. Tappings, you know, I mean, I, I thought I could have scored that. The guy that messes a yard out, you know, yeah. I could get that one. So they're, they're getting up to the byline, but just play balls in, in between the six-yard box and, and, and the, the dead ball line. Unbelievable how they do it. Yeah. But, you know, they are doing it where you're saying, John, that we're looking to pull things back yeah. for people in the edge of the box. It's a bit more imagination. Some of the times last night, didn't we? Yeah. Some of the times trying to pull the ball back last night and got cut out so many times or bad passes. You know, we can just go for goal or just put it around, around behind the defenders. Suarez, you know what he did? He made some unbelievable runs last night. When he's, he's gone, taking the defender one, and then peeled off, and the ball never came. And you feel for him, you see the frustration in the yeah, lead. Enrique looks for that one, and they're looking for diagonal balls. Yeah, so they're yeah, looking yeah. from on the edge of the on, on, on the halfway line, out wide, he's looking for a diagonal ball to run over the top, which yeah. is fine, like the goal he scored against Newcastle. But you're going to get more opportunities when the ball is in and up 10 yards from the byline mm. to put crosses in. And that's where I think we're letting ourselves down. Because up until that point, we're playing really well. 
But then, yes, he's making diagonal runs. But there are times when just get in the box. You got Suarez, you got you know, you got you got Sturridge, Sturridge. and you got Henderson yeah. coming in, and then Lucas and Stephen can push into the edge of the box. Mm-hmm. But it seems that we're having so many passes that we're just being very comfortable on the ball, which is fine. But there are times when we overplay yeah. a bit yeah. too much. Do you know his next defender? For the ball, an early ball thrown in behind you is the worst ball to defend. If everything's in front of you, you can see it and you just pull everybody in. And you say, well, how are you going to get through? You've got two midfield players in the front. You say, well, get through us if you want. Because they can't. The ball, when it goes wide, that early ball whipped, they're killer balls. They score own goals. It causes chaos. And I just think it's time, like John's saying, you know, every now and again, uh, you know, to mix it up, play for a certain part of the game when you're going to put the early ball, you know, in the box. I mean, Suarez last night making his return. Um, how do you think he fared? I thought he done very well. You know, obviously he didn't play for so long, but he's done very well. Um, just what, he was quite sharp, and if he just once he gets his match fitness, I think he will score a few goals. Yeah, but um, I think he done very well in all. In all. He caused him so many problems. Last he, night. I think he did as well as can be expected. You know, it's his first game back after a long period of time, I and mean, we're not a great player. He was, but he, he played with the right hunger, the right desire. Mm. His first touch let him down slightly when he, th- mm. you know, when he could have been in on goal. But he was brave to follow that in because that could have been a leg breaker. But he, but oh, he actually, yeah. he, he got in there a bit early. Yeah, he actually yeah. got to it, but it showed. You know, showed. So I've got no fears about him coming back and and, and playing with the right attitude. Um, but I'm hoping for him not to get frustrated if if if, if we go. A period of time without either him scoring without us, us, us winning matches but uh, yeah I don't think I, uh, to be honest with you I think Coutinho is our biggest mess because he gives us that invention that flair and he's the link between the midfield and the creativity in front yes. of goal what then happens if he doesn't play I think stories comes too deep you know because Moses apparently was supposed to be yeah. playing behind the front too if you like but there are times when storage is coming into his... Well, that's what, that's what they had said. I, I, I just heard that, you know, the, the front three and, and, and storage sometimes comes in his own half to get the ball. We know Suarez is going to run anywhere. But I think to give the defenders a problem, if you're going to play that way and you're going to have someone behind the front two, let the two people keep him away so that Moses can play in that, in that area. Okay, you can rotate now and again, but it yeah, just seems that storage yeah. keeps coming deep and, and will never cause them a threat. Behind, they're both kind of all coming towards the ball, yeah. and there's no space for Coutinho or Sturridge. Yeah. Or yeah. And how quick is Sturridge and, yeah. and Suarez? Well, well and Coutinho is such a such a fantastic prospect and, 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 and a great player, and he sees the, he sees a pass, doesn't he? Oh, so if you create yeah. space for him, like you're saying, Tom and yeah. Bunzi, then that would be that would be a fantastic three to play if yeah. you can if Absolutely. you can accommodate yeah. it. You know, we got we got too many dribblers. Like Suarez is a dribbler, Sturridge is a dribbler, Moses is a dribbler. Aspas, he's a runner. So therefore, if three of them play, whenever they get the ball, they're going to look to just do it themselves. Yeah. Whereas I think with Coutinho playing with either of the two, preferably obviously Sturridge and, and Suarez, he would be looking to, 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 to play them in as soon as he gets it, gets it on the half turn. You know, I think he, he is our most important player going forward. Mm. I'm disappointed in the last couple of games with Sturridge. I'm disappointed that his attitude, for some reason, is that... Uh, like almost I couldn't care less type of attitude I mean he, if anybody bumps him he falls down he sits on his backside he's looking at the referee and the linesman that was a foul I want a foul you know and the referees as we know quite rightly now are trying to keep the game going and saying get, you've only got a bump get up yeah. and watching him I'm thinking son you know you're looking for sympathy you're not going to get it he's a big strong boy if he gets knocked out to the floor and the referee goes play on get up and then make sure the next time he knocks the other fella to the floor and gets imposes himself on the game. Last night he's on the periphery of everything. He's really not getting involved. And I'm thinking, son, you know, he scored a goal a game. It's, it's been great, and we're all being thankful for it. But he's got to be doing more. I think he's really got to be busy and working and and ma- helping the lads around him. We have to be very careful, I think, with all our players because the first three games, one nil, everyone, a lot of people are getting carried away. <clears throat> and I said, be careful. Be careful because we can't go from where we were last year to three games into this season and then think we've turned the corner, think that we're going to win the league or think we're great. And I think that because we got a lot of praise, you know, three one nils, we're playing really well, score three goals, he still is relatively inexperienced. You know, and this is the feature of modern football whereby players who haven't gone for four, five, six years of consistency, who understand the football, understand the demands week in, week out. Whereas I think that maybe he did as well as we 
fans got a bit carried away in the first three games to think we cracked it. So therefore, it's just all going to fall into place rather than working hard all the time. And, you know, because in the first three games, he wasn't, he, he wasn't like that at all. And I don't know whether or because of the goals, he then felt, well, I've got it cracked now, so I'm going to do something extra. I'm going to come short, I'm going to have extra touches, I'm going to hold people off. Whereas he wasn't doing that in the first, the, the first three or the first three I know, okay, yesterday, he's done too many, he's going deeper and deeper and doing all these tricks. And you think, just, just drop it off, <laughs> get back up front, just get up front and then get back up front yeah. and try and get a score of goals, make movement. Yeah. It's just t- going deeper well, too much. straight, wouldn't he? <laughs> You're a centre forward, son. Nobody to think, you know, I keep yeah. on going back to Ryan Sterling when we gave him so much in the first seven games rather than saying, listen, you've had a great yeah. seven games, but just keep, you know, you, you haven't done anything yet. But because yeah. we praise him, the press, the fans, new contracts, and, you know, storage is still relatively inexperienced he's come here having not played a lot of football at his previous clubs and we know he's a great potential yes. but it takes two three years mm. of learning before you can actually say you've cracked it so I don't know whether we got carried away in the first three games so I'm not glad that it's happened but maybe people will now players as well will now take stock and say hang on a second we really have to keep working and doing what we did in the first couple of games of the season rather than thinking we are a Manchester City or we're an Arsenal or we're, or, or, or we're a Chelsea yeah, yeah. you were saying that saying, were you saying that you don't think he's working hard enough is that what, yeah. you, is that what you think yeah. well last night no but I think in the first three games he was that's the thing that's what I'm saying John. Yeah. the last couple of games yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he looks as if he's just a different player it's, yeah, yeah. you know I'm, I'm Jack the lad I'm you know I'm scoring the goals I'm, mm. I'm Mr Big Time and I want the referees are down on me Hey, remember do, what got him in the first game. Exactly. Yeah. Do, do we have anybody yeah. in that team where we all play with people uh, would have a go if anybody yeah. did that? Thankfully, yeah. I'm going to put my hand up and say we didn't have anybody who'd, uh, in the 60s team. Uh, didn't have anybody. But, anyway, yes, but, but I mean, no, no, <laughs> no, but no, nobody. Since else. Jamie Carragher's gone, there's no one there. And in modern football, that doesn't happen anyway. Yeah. You know, if you look at even Manchester United, there's there are no there are no players now. If you look at Tottenham, look at Arsenal, there are no players there. They may lead by example in terms of Vidic yeah. putting his head in, yeah. but in terms of going around, you know, yeah. shouting at yeah. people, controlling yeah. people, Jamie Carragher was the last yeah. one. And, and it's a shame. It's, it's a shame. shame. It is a shame because I think that's what it needs. Yeah, it doesn't. You know, don't give them any sympathy as a teammate. Tell him, get up, get, get off, you know, or lay we're, we're all yeah. running back here and you're yeah. sitting here by its side. Or lay the ball off. Yeah. I totally agree, thank because there's nothing better when you're playing football, even us as old boys now, when you're in the five aside and someone says, well done, or say, go child, go on, get involved. There's nothing better than that, JB, to get a little encouragement. When you do something right, to be told you do something right and say, hey, we love that, well done, that doesn't have to you yeah, up but a the, lot on more. The other hand, I would know that if you shouted at me because I didn't do something wrong, I knew you did it with the right intention and I wouldn't sulk. The yeah, problem yeah, we have yeah. with a lot of players uh, now, I'm not so, talking about yeah. Daniel Sturridge or anybody else, a modern feature now is if everybody shouts at you, you're going to then fall out with a minute assault. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, listen, you're and you're not going for And even the manager, the managers can't do it anymore. <laughs> the managers can't shout at you anymore because then, you know, you, you'll stop. And that is, a, that is the way oh, football right. is. Which is why you're looking it at the way teams are and what teams are going to do and you're thinking, they're always looking to the manager to say, well, right, come on, you lead us. Because there are times when if the manager can't change things on the pitch or can't do anything that's when you need players on the pitch to say this is what we're yeah. going to do really? whereas they're always looking no that's what we need that's what I'm saying really? you think yeah. they'll no. soak excuse me do you know what come on I'm I'm gone back Jamie I know hang on De Canio's looking for a job that's the thing you know what and I empathise with De Canio because maybe he went too far but the players now saying he's shouting at us yeah maybe he's gone too far but what I'm saying is that even a happy medium the players don't want a happy medium because if manager now if De Canio just shouts at the players or he's says to them you can't do this they're going to go to the chief executive to say we don't like the manager I understand that he took it too far but nevertheless I don't think a manager like Licanio can even work now in terms of you know the way he treats players because players won't accept it players won't accept it he changed in the old days did he? did he change towards the end? absolutely he ended it of course he did because he realised that please when Wayne Rooney said he wanted to leave Man City and he said the door's still open to Wayne Rooney we want him to stay Please, Fergie, ten he years changed after he threw that boot or kicked that yeah, boot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beckham got him yeah. stitched up. <laughs> yeah, so you're saying there's a little change or a big change in, in the way the game has been played from from that point of view. There was staff, and I'm talking about you know in our day, the, whoever was on the bench, uh, trainers, you know, whether it was Bob or Joe or Ronnie Moran. Yeah. 
yeah, the, they would be shouting, "Come on, this yeah, yeah. yeah, so and so, get up there!" And you, and you, Bob used to have a good say, "You better be injured. I'm not coming on there." <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so you had to have a broken leg before he came up. What do you hear managers yeah. do now? They encourage, and right is right. They say, "Oh yeah, well done, well done." But when he needs to be shouting, when he needs to say, "Lay the ball off," instead of having five and six touches, they're yeah. not going to shout at them because yeah. you know that's the, that, and that's, that's that's modern football, which is which is which is a shame, but. Well, what about Moses then? He, he's our, our latest player and, and he's been playing in the games. Uh, what's your opinion on that? Go on, have, have a go on that, Michael. I was pleased when they got, we got him on loan. Um, going on the left, left-hand side, as John said earlier, he's a, he's a dribbler and he's going to create chances. But um, hopefully we can do well in, with him in the team. But at the moment he hasn't got enough games yet, so... Might have scored last night with a diving header. You know, it was yeah. a, a good dive. Yeah, even side. Yeah, even side. Yeah, yeah. couldn't do it to the right side. The yeah. guy was there. defender was yeah. to the right there. Yeah. He's on I, think, side. I think he'll do his best work out wide because yes. if you're going to play behind the front two, it's got to be someone like Coutinho who's looking to get the ball on half turn, turn and look to play Sturridge or yeah. Suarez through on goal. If he's then going to get the ball, turn and look to dribble, because what he does, he's so comfortable on the ball, yeah. he'll dribble around two people, come back, and he'll allow yeah. the defenders to get back. F- so he's so comfortable on the ball. So therefore, but when he plays wide on the left or wide on the right, he's running in against a fullback like he did against yeah. Southampton where he can take you on and either cross or shoot. So behind the front man really for me has to be a, a passer yeah, if you're yeah. going to have behind the front the two yeah, the yeah, Coutinho yeah, type yeah. or you know I mean but I think that Moses could be a good a good signing in the right system in the right formation yeah I think he's strong yeah. I think he's quick I think he, and I think he's direct yeah. he stands his ground which I think to have a little bit more stature in the side is a is a, is a big plus mm. I've, I've said that all season you know season yeah. and last season that you need some strength in there rather than keep signing little fellas all the time I think he needs some strength yeah. and I think he he, he, he brings strength. that he's not a small lad is he so, no, strong but boy. I think the biggest yeah. problem I like is that the three of them are very similar they're all yeah. dribblers yeah. you know so so if you talk about if you look at Southampton for example where Rodriguez would be a runner um, Lambert's a target man and then yeah. somebody else is a passer when you talk about a front three they can't all be three dribblers no, yeah. because then you know the other two might not might as well not be on the pitch when one of them gets the ball so you don't really see any real link of play every now and again you saw a bit of link up play, maybe a back heel from, from Suarez, but the problem is, you, or, or from, from Suarez, the problem is you really don't know when they're going to pass it. You know, because it's a surprise to me if Moses gets the ball and he doesn't, and he passes the ball. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he dribbles. So there are times when we're losing the ball because they don't expect to pass. Whereas you can, you know, you can make a run when Coutinho gets the ball because the ball's going to come. So at times we just seem a bit disjointed because the three of them are very similar in the way they play. So would Sterling then uh, not get a game if Moses will play instead of Sterling? Well, you can either play Ibe as well, the young guy Ibe. He's, he's a winger, kind of winger. Yeah. And he's, he's very, you know, I think what he does, he's a thinker. <coughs> he can go past players, or he can play one-twos. He'll he knock it off. And I think he's, he's good for the left-hand side. Yeah. Do you think there's more, pot- more potential with him than Sterling, even? I think so at the moment. Yes, because I think he, I think he knows the game, starts to know the game. But Sterling, he's just Sterling. going to dribble and goes at him. Ib knows the game. He sort of like reads the he game. He's got pass movement, yeah. yeah. And I think he could be a yeah, good in asset down the left you know hand side. I've done a lot of the under 21s for Liverpool TV, and um, you know, last season I'd seen a lot of the kids, and um, and, and I'm a little bit different to, to what the boys are saying, only because when I've seen him play, he plays with his head down, and he's and he and he's off. He doesn't quite see the picture that the other boys are seeing. I don't think at this moment in time from what <coughs> I've seen in the under 21s. I think he's a fantastic prospect because he's got pace and do you know what he's a stocky little fellow as well strong, and he's a strong, strong lad I think given, given time I think he'll develop into a, into a real good one but I just think he, his head's down and I don't think you can play with your head down in Premier, oh, no, in no, Premier but League but he, does play, he does play one two sometimes play one, two. he plays off first I mean, he does play with his head down when he yes, dribbles yeah. but I think that with Raheem Raheem dribbles all the time yeah. you know, whereas I think that Ivy will hold his position yeah. better he'll go wide and he'll put crosses in yep. You yep. know, he'll come inside he'll play a one two so yes he's yeah. still got a lot to learn because he's uh, very head down as you say but I think that at the moment I think he has a lot more to say I think under Brendan he'll come on leaps and bounds because Brendan's all about play and I think he's got the attributes as like I said before he's got strength he has got speed he wants he want to be direct but then I think, I think the manager yeah, yeah. will develop the other things when he'll say well when you get there play one two and you're behind yeah, yeah. so I think um, play without the ball I think he's in the, the best place at this moment in time with the manager yeah, I do I thought Shaco did alright last night I thought, better than, I thought he played much better than his first game obviously his first game nervous first game against yeah. Swansea but um, last night was much much better he was calmer he didn't dive in as much against Swansea, you know, last night as against Swansea, because he, he's more composed. I thought definitely. 
you know, I think he get better and better and stronger. Hopefully, I don't speak English or not, but hopefully he can take lead from Toure and sort of um, take control of the back four. I think he will. Um, there are certain games that will suit him. I think last night suited him because with Henderson, sorry, with um, Hernandez, you know, playing up front and Rooney for me just kept coming too deep to get involved. So he never really gave him a problem mm. against Southampton when he got the big boy and he got more players up front. And I think that coming from France, where you're not going to come under that incessant pressure from big strikers or from mm. or from strikers who are going to chase you down. I think that when he plays against Norwich, for example, or teams who are going to make play two up front and get the balls in the box and you're always under pressure, that's where he has to improve. Mm. I think last night was a game that will suit him down to the ground because Rooney kept coming short. You know, Hernandez is looking to make his run, so he made it very easy for him. So yes, I think he did better last night than he did against Southampton, but I still think that it'll take him time to get used to the for defender, central defender, in, you know, the, the pace and the aggression of English football. Yeah, I, I'm... Um because there was three centre half playing last night, I think it helped him out big time. Um, because there's no spaces, and all of a sudden, you know, when the wing is attacking, then there's five at the back, isn't there? Well, there's no real space to exploit him. And I think in his first game, um, I just felt that in a back four, he's got to learn the, the way that, that, like John's saying, when they play two up front and the British game that, 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 we, that we play here. And I felt that he, he wasn't quite, he wasn't used to it, JB, in the first game. He didn't know quick, what the runs were, correct, and it was a, you know it was a bit leggy. So, I'm, so the so the jury for me would be would be out until until you see him again playing a back four, John. Or if well, they carry on with the back three, if he plays against Chelsea, for example, who may play like Man United and Man City and Arsenal, who come short and they already put on a lot of pressure, I think he'll be fine. Mm. I think it's when he plays against the Cardiffs and the Norwich, whereby crosses are coming in and strikers are chasing yeah. you all the time, where yeah. you're just under pressure all the time. So there's certain certain teams that suit certain players, and mm. I think he'll do well against the bigger teams. I think he's strong. I think yeah. he's big. I think he, you know, he, he wants to do it. I'm not sure about that little flick through his legs that he did you know, <laughs> you know, a couple of times. I don't want to know sure. Don't know if Brendan was liking that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. One. <laughs> But yeah. but I think he's got the attributes, yeah, as in as in his physique, to to, to develop. He'll get used to the Premier League. But I think it will take time. Mm-hmm. Last night, it suited him playing as a three, oh, and then no. one up front there. He had more time. He could see the yeah, game, so it helped him out. And I think that was that was a big plus. It was plus composed last night as well. I yeah, thought yeah. it was very good in yeah, that respect. Yeah. Let's talk again about uh, a midfield. We, we we did touch on on Lucas before. Uh, Jordan Henderson, um, again a boy who. I mean, he has got tremendous energy. We talk about players who can get about the pitch. He can get about the pitch. But what would you like to see from him? A little bit more from him. What, what would you like to I see? I like him to think more. I like to see him think more. He's sort of like he's running, just and a lot of energy. Sometimes a lot of bonds of energy. And like last season, he was always passing back, as Mark said, passing back, pass. He never looked forward. Uh-huh. And now this season, starting to look forward. First thing, like I came to Liverpool, Boggs was said, first thing, look forward, look forward. Yeah. And that's what you, you always think forward then. Yes. And now he's starting to think forward. But he's now he sometimes he run everywhere, and you think just get into spaces, think where you're running, you know. Uh-huh. And that's for me, it, it get better if he starts to think that way. I'd like, you know, I'd, I'd give him the license because he can do it. <laughs> he's a thoroughbred, isn't he, <laughs> for, in the running stakes? <laughs> but I just think it wouldn't like like John said. We get back to the subject that we had before. I've seen a lot of that when you see, when you see it go wide, <laughs> when you see it go wide, hey, you. Get in the box, just yeah. just go and go to yeah. in there. John says he's six foot one. Mm. He is an athlete. He does want to go and get in there, you know, because he can get back. Because he yeah, can yeah, get he back can. in there. So I'd like to see him be given the license just to say, listen, when you see it go wide, just start edging forward. If they cut back out, then join back in. Mm. But as you're seeing, if they're shaping to get in there, go into the box. It's hard to forget when people go into the box from midfield areas. Mm. Very very hard for defenders to pick him up. Yeah, yeah. But I, and yeah. I think also he has improved a lot this season has, in yeah. terms of his his technical ability. 
I suppose that Sunderland, the way they played, maybe he wasn't called upon to have so much of the ball. You know, so he has a lot of the ball now and he's doing much better. However, I think his awareness can improve in terms of knowing what he wants to do with the ball mm. before he gets it. Because what he does is he gets it, he runs with it for about five, ten yards or three or four touches, then, the, then he looks oh, to see what am I going to yeah. do with it. Mm. Whereas there are times when if he looks at what he's going to do with it before it comes, he can actually make sure. earlier passes. Because at the moment he gets the ball and he makes great distance running 20 yards down the pitch. Then he puts his foot on the ball and looks up to see what am I going to do with it. So that's where, he, that's where he has to improve his awareness of knowing when he gets the ball, he can either play it first time or look for a pass rather than always thinking, I've got to run with it first or have four or five touches, then get my head up to see what's on. Because yeah. by then everything closes down. But, he, but, he's, but he's a vast improvement for last year. He is definitely, he, hasn't he? Yeah, I think he definitely improved. Majorly, majorly improved. And I think, I think John, John's right. I mean, it, it, if... If he's not knowing what to do with the ball before he gets it, then, then that's something he should be working on in training, John. Because if because you know why he's got he's got the stamina, mm-hmm. he, he'll go, get into the box, he'll get up and down. His his, his football brain has improved yeah. to go yeah. around the corner now instead yeah. of being very very negative. Yeah. So if he knows what to do with it before, mm. then he's a, he's, he's a step ahead. You know, he's ahead of the game, isn't he? Yeah. And I think that that would be make him into a, a decent player. And he's willing, I think to, he is and he's willing to learn yeah. because yeah. you know he's playing in a four three three, and every time he gets, he's looking to go out wide. He can see he's thinking yeah. about his position. Mm. You know, because obviously it's, it's new to him. This four three three may be played in the middle or maybe mm. played out wide, but a four three three, particularly if you're wide of the three, the middle is fairly obvious and Steven is intelligent enough to do. But when you're yeah. playing wide of the three, am it's I a winger? Am I yeah. a right time player? Do I get forward? And you can see he's yes. really wanting to think about what he has to do. So yeah. Brendan will help him in that. What, what about his midfield partner then, Lucas? Uh, yeah, I mean, Lucas, uh, has he ever scored? Has he scored a goal, Lucas? No. I think before no, his injury, I thought he scored a goal in a European. I think game before, yeah, yeah, yeah. before his injury, I thought he was playing really, really well before yeah. his injury because he was breaking forward and yeah. scoring goals. And all of a sudden, he's gone. Obviously, in, obviously, because of the injury, he's obviously he's a sitting man, but not get got, got forward as much. And I think he lost a bit of pace in that respect. Yeah, yeah I, think I think he has because when defensive when players run past absolutely. him, they just. Yeah. Four, there's one passing and he just nowhere he's to not be the seen. Before his injury, he was breaking the play up as a defensive yeah. midfield player. I thought he had his value. May not score goals, but he's very good protecting the back four. Whereas since his injury, doesn't seem to be as mobile. So what he yeah. does a lot is he fouls a lot on the edge. Yeah. Oh, saw John. the game where he fouled yeah, and it could have left to a goal. Now, if you're not as mobile as anymore, what you do instead of tracking him or chasing him, you trip him. And mm. what he's doing now is he's fouling a lot because I don't know since his injury whether he can yeah. actually get around. Whereas before he was he's actually intercepting the yeah, ball. He or saw the danger before the ball. happened. He saw yeah. it happen. He was like, you know, he was, he was winning the ball. Said, yeah, whereas yeah. now he just fouls him. The one against Man United last minute, <laughs> where he just kicked him because he couldn't get near him. You know, and that could have cost the goal. <laughs> yeah. and also, I would have taken that one as well. <laughs> but yeah, but he's, he's piling up the yellow cards, and yeah. I mean, he's doing that for the last couple of years. I mean, you know. And he doesn't hurt anybody with it. I'm not. He's not no, malicious. No, no. He's not a malicious tackler. Mm. And you're saying, oh, he's a dirty player. Yeah. He just just yeah, he trips people up. Doesn't know the technique of tackling yeah. people and tackles with the wrong foot, mm. so they fall over his, his leg and there's another foul and he bumps into people and and you know I do think watching him that we, we really need in that midfield we really need somebody in there with a bit of quality, a real bit of skill that can help Stephen Gerrard. You know, I push the game on from there. If Luca's not going to play that, I would play Stephen there. And I know people are saying that Stephen is better than that or he wants more than that. At his stage in his career, if he plays that holding role, because defensively, he's quick, he can tackle, he can intercept, he can read the game. And that is the game, that's the play, who have more of the ball than anybody else. You get the ball off the back four, you have more of the ball than anyone else. And Stephen's passing range, like Michael Carrick, if Stephen decides that that's where he wants to play, then he could maybe bring another midfield player in to do something else. You know, because Stephen is actually coming there to help and not really getting forward. So, you know, if Lucas isn't the answer and because of his injury, maybe I would, I would and I've said that for years that Steven Gerrard, as a defensive midfield player, could be the best in the world yeah. because he starts off all the attacks from there as well. Who did you bring in? Well, who did you bring in to play next to him or in front of him, sort of thing? You've got to get a player. We've got to get a player. We've got to buy a player. Yeah, yeah. If we don't have anybody out, out the, the the group that's sitting on the bench, we've got to get somebody a real quality player there that can you know if Coutinho is slipping balls through yeah. and you've got a, a midfield partner who yeah, can yeah. see things from there as we yeah. know when you play in that midfield yeah. role you, you get any positions to score goals and I've always thought that the good midfield players will score goals mm. because they'll get in well yeah. the defenders are worrying about who's up against them yeah. here this mm. that and the other the midfield player with a brain can slide yeah. into good positions Coutinho could see them thank you very much yeah. but we need yeah. somebody with that but that is where if you um, if you decide and you think we're going to decide we're going to go 4-3-3 then you can look to have another 
even attacking midfield player yeah, alongside alongside well just behind yeah. Coutinho with the three mm. the problem we have is that you know because I suppose last year where we're going to go with two wide men and two central midfield players was it going to be 4-4-1-1 at times it looked that way but if he now decides for a 4-3-3 he could really say what I need if it's going to be Steven Gerrard in that position as a, in Lucas's position and if you're going to have Alan Henderson whoever we need another creative midfield player yes mm. who will work hard mm-hmm. to play that third midfield player one holding midfield player yeah. the two created next to that's all you need to create that's it yeah, went for that one. Mikata whatever his name is. Yeah, if you can get another, not an attacking midfield player like Coutinho, who plays a front three because he's more of a a real attacking midfield player, but a good player on the ball who's also slightly more attacking to play in the three, I think that would be perfect. Where would Joe Allen come into this then? You could put Joe in. I could. You could have Stephen and Joe, or or Lucas and Joe. That's the thing, you know, because Joe Allen for me is not a holding midfield player because he's not defensively strong enough, and he can see a pass in those positions good enough. So I think Joe could fit into that three. Yeah. Yeah, it could do. Yeah, definitely, I think. But as you said, he's not but strong enough. But did not Joe Allen, when he first came here, he kept going he deeper sat, and deeper. He, he, he kept going deeper. Yeah. And, and, he his best, was and he had his best time, yeah. and then he lost his confidence, but he was the holding man, was he not? Yes, he was. He but, and I thought he did ever passes. so well. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah no, no, no. but he wasn't really... Yeah, no, no, no. He's like a fly sometimes. He's at the back, but he's not really... From an perspective, like Pirlo for Italy, he was having 100 parts, as he says, and doing well getting the ball and passing it. But defensively, people were just running past him because he's not strong enough to play in that position. So that is a good position in possession because he's got great possession, but out of possession, I think he needs someone who's better defensively in that position, which is what Stephen could do. Tell everybody where to pull everybody yeah. into left, right, you know. Well, to you know what, what is maybe his best position is then? Is he going to score loads of goals? No, but, but he can see a pass. He does you know, see so a if pass. he plays slightly in front of Stephen or Lucas, then he can see a pass. And, you know, yeah, yeah, as as I think it can be quite great. I think he'll be right. Okay, let's uh, throw it forward to the weekend, boys, and uh, we're up to Sunderland now. We've mentioned to carry over before. Now he's gone. They've got a guy in who, who has been one of their great players, but was working with the I think working with the reserve team. Yeah, Kevin Ball. Yeah, Kevin Ball. Yeah, Kevin Ball. Now, uh, do we see that as a, a good time to go up to Sunderland or hang on a minute? You know, we, we may get caught here. <laughs> I, I I think we'll win. I think yeah. he'll win I'm not going to say comfortably because you can never tell because a lot of people like we got carried away in the first three games the fact that Kevin Ball took over and they beat Peterborough was it Peterborough 2-0 two, two, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. all of a sudden things haven't changed yeah. and the Kenner's brought in a lot of players and a lot of them are foreign players yes. now these foreign players aren't going to respond all of a sudden to Kevin Ball okay, up and Adam yeah. roll his sleeves up and get stuck in because that's not the type of players they are if you're going yeah, up to Sunderland with the old Sunderland yeah. team where they're going to get stuck in so the yeah. Sunderland team aren't playing with any confidence they aren't playing well and the fact that the Kenner is there any, now isn't all of a sudden going to make them be a good side so it'll take time for whichever new manager comes in so I, I haven't got any fears about it. I think it's a good time to go and play him I do I think it's a great time to go and play him yeah. I think they're, they're so low in confidence I don't think they're a, a very good side, John. I think we, we, we've, we've got enough about us at this moment in time to go there and, and, and win that game. And I think, I think we're quite comfortable, really. I do. I never understand why, you know, we're, we're, we're Liverpool, so we should, go, you know, we should go at teams. We, should be, you know, we shouldn't be in front of no one, really. We should go at teams. We're good enough. We've got good enough players to go at teams and not you know, defend so deep. Just go at them. Go for the throat, juggle it. Finish it off in the first half if you can. And I think it, yes. had it been a Sunderland side, a real aggressive physical side, I don't know, like Stoke in the old days, you know, yeah. whereby you're going up there, there's going to be the rope. Yeah, I keep saying Roker Roar, like we remember yeah. Roker Roar, <laughs> yeah. 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 and the players are going to get stuck in and close you down. Whereas exactly. that Sunderland team isn't yeah. going to do that. So, you know, I, 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 and Kevin Ball isn't going to let them do that anyway because they're not no. the type of players they are. So I think, I think we'll win. No, as long as we don't get complacent, that is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I think after losing to after losing to Manchester United and not and, and not playing well, losing Southampton, losing to Manchester United, but playing well, yeah, but playing we, well, we, we, we can't go there um, with with a, a, a you know complacent attitude. I'd have been a bit more worried had we you know beaten Southampton, beat Man United, gone up there a bit cocky, Jack the Lad yeah. type of thing. Whereas now after those two results, we can't afford to go there in that in that manner. No, no, I just think I just I just I agree with John. I just think that you know. Having, having lost two games having got well beat by Southampton really because Mignolet was, the, was, the, was our best player and then to go to Man United and play well even mm-hmm. though people are saying it was their reserves so, I mean you're talking about eight, eight internationals Liverpool played very very well yeah, yeah. Uh, last night without getting the, the, the just rewards not from my opinion so I think they'll go they'll have time to reflect and they'll go up there be strong set their stall out and, and get a positive result they I, do, well, I, do. They, I think they'll be very positive yeah. Yeah, yeah. if they again. play that way no. the way against Man United up there they'll beat they'll yeah, beat, they will, they'll yeah. beat someone Michael of the teams at the top at the moment 
you fancy <coughs> that uh, that Tottenham might be the team that could sneak in there now? And, and I think so, definitely. I think they've got um, they bought very well. Obviously, they sold Gareth Bale. For, you know, and they use that money well. Spent it so well that I think they're definitely going to be up there. You know, they keep clean sheets at the back. They're, they're defensively strong. They can score goals. You know, got for man for man, and it's a squad, as you say. The squad is so strong; they all can create. Uh-huh. So I think once they gel properly, it's gonna be you know, mm. some pressure for the top boys. Yeah, it's the, f- it's the first season. A lot of new players. Things are going well, but I don't think it's consistently, particularly without the experience of going for championships, uh-huh. going to win the title. I think that that could work against them. But player for player, squad for squad, they're they're as good as anything in the country. I just think that because they've made such big changes yeah. that for them, expect them to do this every single week to gel and they have been gelling. Yeah. Um, and, but for me, Man City look, Man City oh. look very strong. Uh, I know, agree. Man City look very strong. <laughs> I think Man United because Fergus is not there anymore. Yeah. Nothing to do with Moyes. The fact no. that the players' level will drop because the hard taskmaster isn't there and I'll blame the players. I won't blame mm. Moyes. I'll blame because there's no reason for the players to drop off as much as they have. Those games in pre-season that they lost will not have lost. Yeah. So that's why I say to the fans, put pressure on the players to perform. You know what I mean? Because I feel sorry for David Moyes because you know he's gone there and the players' level has dropped. No fault of his own because Ferguson isn't there anymore. Um, and Chelsea doesn't seem to be right with Mourinho because he's not happy. And in the old days, the way Mourinho was, the way Mourinho was in the old days, the way they were in the old days, Mourinho could you know shout at you and say, "You remember what he did to Joe Cole?" Whereas he can't. This is only six years ago. He can't do that anymore. And the players that he has aren't his type of players. He doesn't like matter. Even Oscar, who says he's going to be his number ten. Oscar it's may really work harder than Meta, yeah, but he doesn't work that yeah, hard either. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. so this is, and he hasn't got the centre forward. So I think yeah. that. So for me, it is Man City to lose. Oh, well, Chelsea were my banker this season. Yeah. Definitely, I thought they were my banker to win the league. Chelsea yeah. with Mourinho coming back, I thought definitely. But well, the way I've seen them play, not the best. The Torres really looks as if he's starting to re-establish himself. Yeah, he looked great the other night. Yes, I know it's a lower division team, but he looked sharp. His awareness was there. He wants to score goals. He's hungry to score goals and prove a point to Mourinho. And won a tackle. <laughs> no, he did. I mean, that's his he won. Yeah, the first tackle he's won for about four years. But you know, that's not going to happen week in, week out. You can still see that, yes, he played well the other day, but he's going to all of a sudden go through three or four matches because of still the crowd and, you know, things aren't going his way. He's not going to be consistent throughout the season because he knows Mourinho may not fancy him. But when he played, though, that's the yeah, thing. He might not even play. So that number nine. I think that they kept Lukaku. I think if they kept Lukaku, that's why that was a big shot. Lukaku going along to Everton. I could not believe they let him go. Yeah. After he scored so many goals for West Brom last season, yeah. Yeah. I agree. And bringing Eto in, who <laughs> looks, yeah. looks nowhere near the player he was. Okay, he might not be match fit, but he looks nothing, but nothing he, like the player. In, in Russia, he didn't play as a centre yeah. forward. He played no. as a midfield player. I'm not controlling the place. It's like it's like when you go if you go to play in Scotland. No offense to Scotland, and then all of a sudden three years up there is quite easy, and you're going through the motions, and then come back down here. Going to Russia. It's the same thing, you know. He played in Russia. It's a bit like yeah, when Drogba yeah. went to China, and then he went yeah. back to Galatasaray. You can't, you can't give up football, which he has done for the last three years at his age, to then come back to uh, playing this intensity. Yeah, you impossible. don't get better once you're 32. No, no. no. unfortunately, yeah. or we'd all still be playing lads. We are, we just about yeah. <laughs> trying to, yeah, yeah. Yeah, trying to. I just think Man City have got too many options, and you know, and, and when when so. company plays, he, he is a leader. They do need to go and get somebody else just in case he gets injured, and they'll probably do that in the in the, in the yeah. January window. But, but what you said, sorry, to, John said earlier about not many leaders who shout. Company is a shout in that Man City team. He's the only one I see shout. Yeah. but he's a leader. But as you said before, once he's out of team, that team goes it goes down. So I, don't, I can't understand why it does. What happens? Well, it's the organisation. It's the it's the respect of him as a as a yeah. as he gets a confidence man not only the team and the fans and everyone when he's there. And it's just that the harmonies are much but better than Man City yeah, now because they hated Mancini. He controls the team, yeah. didn't he? He pulls the team up. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like, why can't it? You know, Manchester United had that. And Liverpool, and Carroll did it all the time. And the good thing about Carroll is that even when he got to an age <laughs> where he was unable to physically maybe contribute, verbally he would. Whereas I think the problem Man United are having is that a lot of them are now looking after themselves. So Rio's now at the stage because of his back and stuff that he's really looking after himself. And finished yeah, because of his yeah. injuries. So, whereas to be fair to Kara, although he may not have been playing particularly well, he wasn't afraid to be shouting and, yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's not a case of uh, do as I do, as do yeah, as I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. and get them all going. That's what uh, I when I first saw my first Liverpool game, I went to watch the season was against Moss County, and I saw Torrey, and uh, and I'm watching him and the, and the back four, and I'm seeing him go up like he was at Arsenal and Man City going up, and he's, the next minute he looks around, but where's the back four? 
you're trying to get them all up, they're not, they're not going. They're not in sync. Yeah, yeah. So I think he needs to work on that at yes. Liverpool. Definitely, he needs to work on that. He's been a they need to work on it because he's got he's got the Arsenal yeah. connection. Sure, he's been a big plus for us. Yeah, yes. Every time he's played, he's been very very consistent and probably one of their better players. Yeah. In no matter yeah. what position he yeah. played, I've I've really really been impressed with him. Yeah. Right. Okay. Let's wrap that up. And uh, just a couple of things here, uh, John. What about uh, your trip that? Uh, the five times legends are, are making out to South Africa in November. We're <laughs> <laughs> well, looking forward to it because you know Liverpool have got a huge following there. I mean, I work out there thirteen times a year. In fact, I'm going tomorrow, um, and I know how much they love football. And Kaiser Chiefs are the biggest team. I don't know whether that's who you play for. But, um, <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. I don't know if they're still playing. Hellenic, 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 still there. Hellenic are still there. Champions. I've got a championship medal, man. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the last time they won it. But, um, <laughs> but it's got a huge following. They let me go. <laughs> so, so the boys are looking forward to going out. We're having a, a week out there. We're going to play in Durban. Um, we've got a couple of golf days. We're going to do some coaching in Soweto and do some, you know, corporate social responsibility work out there. But it's a great place. Oh, fantastic place, and they love football. And in fact, we're yeah. playing Kaiser Chiefs. You know, old boys means that. You know the, the stadium. I won't say it's going to be full because it probably holds about sixty thousand. But I'll, I'll be very surprised if there's more, at least thirty thousand there because they just love football and they love Liverpool. So, yeah, that's in middle of November. So we're looking forward to that. Oh, the amazing fans! Uh, I mean, fifty years ago there was no TV, there was, you know, nothing like that. So I go from Liverpool out to play there for Hellenic, and everybody knew me. I said, "How did they know me?" Uh, from magazines and radio, yeah, radio. And, and that kind of thing yeah, they, knew, they knew all the British players yeah. and uh, at that time all the lads from, from England there was no American football as it were but and, and they went out to South Africa but they have only found the Boer War as well now yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I had my uniform yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, 1912 oh, <laughs> I'll tell you no I lived in Cape Town and it oh, was a wonderful lovely, yeah. wonderful place and leaving Liverpool in January <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then I ended up yeah. in this summer yeah. I couldn't believe it I thought this is paradise and it, and it was kids went to school the whole thing and I, and I thought at the time this country because I went up to the townships in and looking at games that they were playing and I thought these kids have all fantastic ability mm. you know and I said if they ever get it right as a country mm. they're going to be a, yeah. a force we've well, seen Stephen Pino yeah. and people like that Benny McCarthy they've had good players yeah, they've have. had good players mm. have. So, you, so you're going out there to play in November uh, now the legends have also got a game at uh, Chester. This is an old Everton. Do Everton have old players? Uh, Everton for the Once Upon a Smile charity. Now, when is that taking place? Mark, are you playing or not? No, I'm playing. I'm that. It's the thirteenth, the thirteenth of October. Right. Good. Yeah. Okay. The, the diva is it called? Righty, you're mm-hmm. there. The diva, the yeah. diva, yeah. I don't yeah, think Righty, you're, you're not allowed. You're not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, we're not talking. Russian, 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 Who will be playing there? Who will be the makeup of the team? Of what I know, I'm there. I don't know. I don't think Russians. I don't know who else is going to play, but I know I'm there. So I think we better get some young ones with some legs. Will Robbie play? Does Robbie play? Yeah, John Aldridge is playing. Yeah, Aldo was like, yeah. Playing for the um, to energy, run up and down, put himself about. Robbie Jones yeah. isn't there, any? No, he's not. Is he not playing? No, no. I thought he's he, he might be going. We got enough to beat. We got enough to beat. We got eleven. Twenty-even. Doesn't sound like you got eleven. No, you can actually you can bid for the chance to play for Liverpool alongside like Sir John, Jan Bowlby, John Holridge. Uh, and also support our little friend Battling Joshua who will be our mascot on the day now, Peter McDowell as you know Peter uh, works for uh, local radio and is our pitch announcer on match days uh, you may know him uh, well if you don't know him you'll let you know his voice that's for sure is uh, also running the half marathon here in the world next month to raise money I can't believe Peter actually running it. He's always late everywhere, so I don't know how fast he is, you know. Uh, so there you are, all the, the, the money we get raised there for the half charity. Uh, go to Five Times, of course, fivetimes.co. Uh, that's how you get the details. Uh, and there's also uh, details there to how you can bid to play in that LFC. Can you bid, can you bid not to play? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you do, if you do win the bid to play, be careful yeah. because you might have to do an awful lot of running. Peter, actually, as well as yeah, Peter, explain, please. Uh, well, I met Joshua. I think probably the same time as as you all did at uh, at Anfield in the Legends game. Remember seeing him, you know, when he was mascot for for Aston Villa, and then 
he'd improved so much. I mean, the picture of him when he was walking out with Steve, yeah. he looked well, I desperately took him on, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. He didn't score a goal, cop end. Yeah. And he was absolutely over the moon, bless his little heart. You never really let him score right here, don't know, Richard. <laughs> well, no, I was trying to kick him, you know. I was trying to kick him, as always. <laughs> but he, he, ra- he raises so much money, um, and his parents do as well, for, for the Birmingham Children's Hospital. So this principally is to try and raise money that his mum can take him on holiday. You know, he's, he's in school sometimes two days, and then he's, he's back in hospital again. So he's had a, you know, a desperate 12 months. But he's doing really well, and I think the prognosis is really positive for him. Yeah. But, you know, the hope, if people can bid on this game, is that, you know, they can, they can add to the fund that's already there. There's four of us running for him, and all of the money raised will, will go to his mum, hopefully, to, to be able to take him on holiday. So you can get details on this on the, on the Five Times uh, website, so fivetimes.co. And there's details there as to how you can bid. It's worth a lot of money. I mean, these guys, these guys can still play, but they're not going to be around playing forever. So this is a unique opportunity to play with a, a great Liverpool side. Great gift for somebody if, if maybe you don't play and, and you can buy it for somebody else. Uh, but this game's on the October the 13th. It's at Chester uh, and you could play alongside these lads. And, and it's for a great cause as well. A, a little guy with a huge heart. You could do maybe something really small for him that, that would make a big difference, I think, to his life. Is there only one person to, to play in a team or can two or three people... Depends how short they are, doesn't it? There might be yeah, five yeah. or six. I mean, well, what, what I'm so saying is, <laughs> I mean, what I'm saying is, you could you can have subs and you know bring people because Rolling you know maybe two or three subs. Yeah. And uh, where would you like him to play? Centre forward. Who? Whoever wins the prize. Make sure it's a goal scorer. Well, well, well. You need to judge on the day, won't you? When you yeah. see him. I mean, you don't know if they're defenders or attackers. Or, well, I'm, I'm not bothered if they're rubbish as long yeah. as they bid a lot of money. Oh, no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, but uh, they, they want to go and enjoy the game. I used to play all the time in, in charity days and around the country, and it was fantastic. You know, and to play with your old mates, you know, even, even though there's only two men and a dog watching, it doesn't matter. You know, it's, mm. it, it's still a great Sunday we used to mm. play. Just want to tell some, everyone about what I'm doing of late. I've just become um, an ambassador for uh, um, a global company in fostering. Um, we have a little foster girl who we're, who we're adopting, um, but it's a big, I've been involved in it for the last five years. And like I said, this company, Core Assets, which is FCA, um, have taken me on board to try and raise awareness to recruit foster carers, because we're 10,000 uh, kiddies um, out there short of foster carers. So I'd like to say if there's anybody out there that would be interested in, 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 in maybe helping children out, obviously like we've said, mentioned about Joshua, but these are children through no fault of their own. Their parents have, 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 have let them down. Um, they're going from placement to placement. Some kids are in, in their lifetime might have 50 placements. It's, it's, it's quite embarrassing and, and, it's, and it's unfair on these children. So if there are any people out there that, that listen to the, uh, the podcast and get in touch with them um, five times, if they're interested, um, they can tweet me and I can put them and steer them in the right direction at um, Mark5Right, which is the tri- Twitter address, um, because obviously it's a, big, it's a big thing that I'm trying to do in the next, next year, two, three years, is trying to, to recruit as many people as we can to make sure that the children of, of, of this country, uh, of, of Great Britain, are are looked after and it's a big ask 10,000 people is a big number to get but when you think about the millions the country has got then maybe it isn't a big you know a big ask but it's, it's certainly trying to raise awareness and I'll be doing lots of bits and pieces um, that I'd like to get five times involved with to, 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 to raise awareness to recruit well that's about it for uh, this morning uh, thanks for joining us and uh, we'll be back shortly with another uh, programme another update on fivetimes.co thanks for listening Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.